If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Master Chief, out. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, IGN's weekly Xbox show, episode 666. Just kidding, it's actually 587, <laughs> but we're going to talk a lot about Diablo. I wish, well, can we just skip ahead and just make this episode 666 and then go back to 587 so that like in three years from now, people will be like, wait, what? Very, very random. <laughs> random insert. But yeah. the thing is, we can save 666 for when Diablo's out. That's true. We, should do the, oh, we could do that. But this is also sinister in its own way because it's 587. Like five eight seven. Oh my That's God. true. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Five's a murderer. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I love it. we're getting off to a flying yeah, start. Shot out great. of a cannon today. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, joined in studio here in San Francisco by Miranda Sanchez and Stella Chung. So good to see you both. Yeah, I always like it when we have studio shows. I like, know. Not that I don't love calling people in, but also it's. It's just different. It's different dynamic. You mean you mean you don't want Destin to come back? Is that what I'm hearing? Listen, if you could come <laughs> to the office, that'd be great. <laughs> but also, I understand. We miss you, Destin. Yeah, we, we miss hope, Destin. We'll... It's been too long. It has been a while, but bam. he's got a good reason. He does. He's got a very. Yeah. He's got he's the got best of bam. reasons. So uh... a little bam. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. yeah. I... And I'm old enough to remember the Flintstones, and Bam Bam is the most. Oh my god! <laughs> that's who. That's who. That's your son's name now, Destin. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just changed it. I don't know what it was before, but um, it's it's Bam Bam, it's Bam, Bam, Bam now. New Destin lore <laughs> dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, we are shot out of a cannon because we're doing something on this show that we've been waiting to do for well about a year. Uh, on this on this show, which is talk about playing video games yeah. on new new tr like triple A big time video games. Uh, in this case, the beta of Diablo Four and a press event for Redfall. And I think we'll start with Diablo Four because. That's just like I'm still going through withdrawals. It is Wednesday, and I'm like, uh. What about what is it Friday yet? Of course, I'll I'm actually gonna be out of town this weekend, so no, <laughs> but oh my God. It, it's okay. Don't cry for me. I had the distinct 
privilege of got, have you know I did our preview. I got to play all of this content back in December, the, okay. the preview that almost a million of you have watched on YouTube. Uh, so I have you know I've, I have played all this already. Uh, this is this is round two for me, although it's it's much more polished and presentable now than the than what we played back in December. But so yeah, I just to, just to give you an idea of how into this I was, I st stayed up until about one in the morning just to hit level 20 Yay. to get the wolf, the yeah. wolf puppy uh, character skin important. for the final game. Very important. Because I knew, uh, well, I started running the scenarios through my head. I was like, well, I could stay up late and just try and hit 20 because when I started on Sunday, I, Saturday we had some family activities going on. I didn't uh. really get to play. So when I, when I fired it up on Sunday, I was level eight. Okay. And it was a rainy day. I was like, this is perfect. I have like a good reason to just sit in here and play Diablo 4. Uh, and I was like, but oh man, okay, since I have done this before in December, like I don't think I'm quite going to have enough time to get all the way up to 20. But then when it got to about my put my daughter to bed and it's like 10 o'clock and I was like, all right, I'm, here we go. I'm just going to get and see how far I can get. It gets to like. 1130 I'm like okay normally this is when I would stop and go to bed yeah but like I could I could literally dust off the series s that's in the corner of my <laughs> my office and I could load the beta on that and I could that's travel friendly I could bring that oh, okay. to, to my parents house from visiting them out of town next weekend and I could, but then it's like, well, but I'm supposed to be there for yeah. family time. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. And it's like, sleep be damned. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I did pay for it a little bit on Monday morning, but about 1 a.m. Because also I was like, are they going to shut the servers off right at 12? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, so I was like, I might just not have a choice. I might not make it, but I made it. Yeah. Level 20. And, I, and I'm good. Like, I didn't actually finish it. The level cap's 25 still. Mm -hmm. I know you got there. We're going to talk all about that. But um, it's... I, <sighs> I got to throw it to you too because I've already been rambling. Yeah. I love and, and there's a lot more to discuss. But who, yeah, you're the one who like you know took on Diablo Four for us and was like, I can't wait to play this. <laughs> so, like, we're finally getting your thoughts on it. Diablo yeah. champion. It yeah. is. Yes. Uh, Happy to hear. Well, for for yeah, for the last 25 years, Diablo has yeah. been one of my favorite franchises. Um, Miranda, I know you. We were talking earlier. You you played a few hours of three, but that's about it. And Stella, you are new to Diablo. Yeah, I didn't enjoy three that much um, for the few hours that I did play of it. it can I felt... can I pause real quick? Did you yeah. play at launch or later? After launch. So okay, I... so so some some of the kinks had been worked out by the time you got around to three. Yeah, yeah. So I was just playing like a random afternoon with a friend. So it was kind of like an ideal situation. We had snacks. Oh, good time to pal up. It just didn't click with me. I kind of got a little boring, and that that's fine. And it was just not it for me at the time. Um, so with this one, everyone's just been very into Diablo, and I was like, well, for Ryan's sake, I want to try this out. <laughs> um, also, it's you know, it's a beta. I can give give it some time, and yeah. also I know my friends are really into it, and it's just nice to have another friend game. Like yeah. it always is, especially something like this, which I think is a little bit more relaxed, and it's not yeah. something that's like high intensity. It can be if you're like fighting a world boss, like there's cool clutch moments, but. It's not like Dota 2, <laughs> so which is just constant stress. Um, and so it's, it's nice to have something more like that. And so for this past weekend, I just played by myself to sort of just get the feel of it. Yeah. Um, what class? I played a rogue. Oh, nice. And then okay. I played world level two. Nice. 
As did I. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. More that I was like, I can pump this up, and because that you get experience faster, exactly. you get more experience. Right. Yeah. So I was it. like, that was what helped me get to twenty in in yeah. a short amount of time. So yeah. We both made fun of Mark because we saw Mark Medina from the PlayStation podcast post that he uh, only did World Tier One. We're like. Really, Mark? Really? <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Play, play with what you're comfortable at. I always like pumping up just a little bit more just to get a feel for like what their difficulty scaling yeah. is like. And so that's, that's well, kind of what I do. I found, so having played the, the press preview in December, mm -hmm. uh, this world tier one here in, in this beta was, they had tuned the difficulty quite a bit. It was mm. very, it was a lot easier. Like I wasn't, I wasn't even getting threatened for quite a while uh, with my barbarian. Okay. Uh, whereas, you know, the, I, I died a, a good bit uh, rolling in the, in the December one. So yeah, they, they've, which, you know, every game does that. Every game adjusts, oh, yeah. particularly towards the end of development. That's what a lot of what you're doing is tuning difficulty. So yeah, I, uh, pumping it up to the, to the next tier difficulty was, uh, was a good way to go. Yeah, I like it. I think my favorite thing so far, and, and well, before I get to the favorite thing, I'll tell you the thing that I don't like. Okay. First hour or so, first few levels, yeah. that's boring. It is so boring. I was like, wow, I'm so happy to be pressing the same button over and over. Where are my skills? Um, but it's, of course, it's trying to teach you yeah. how to play. I think they could have toned that back a little bit because it's like... I, yeah, I called that out in our preview. A little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And, you did a really good job of that. And, and I know everyone kind of sleep is like okay literally stick with it but it's not like a stick it with it for a hundred hours and then no have no 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 it's like it's like an it, hour and a half if i try to think like a game designer which i am not i have never designed a game but i've covered so many of them that i've you know learned a little through osmosis but my guess would be that they're really thinking about the the casual new like they're they know this game's going to sell tens of millions of copies and i think they were trying to err on the side of caution with yeah. easing people on board like making making it as simplistic as possible out of the gate uh which but i agree with you for for us more core gamers it, it's a it's a little, a little dull in the first hour now they did i think maybe they tried to service us core gamers by leaning hev more heavily into story in the early going which there's way more story in the early going than in, really, I think any of the other Diablos in terms of the first hour or two of the game. That makes sense. And that's kind of what kept me going. Um, so this is my favorite part, is the story. Mm -hmm. Because really what it is, I guess, spoilers if you haven't seen it, like, look away for a second. Um, it's really a big story about divorce and about, like... It's a really abusive, gross divorce, and all the children are suffering for it. It's like, all right, do you want to go with mom or dad? But mom's kind of like encouraging people to murder each other, but dad's also telling you he hates you constantly and that you should feel bad about yourself. So you don't really win, but and, and I kind of like that because it's about the the differences of like the hardcore black and white, good versus evil. Like you you can't just have something so polarizing and say like this is it. It's like, it doesn't work that way. And I think that's why it's really cool that Sanctuary is built in the way it is mm -hmm. and how it's like, well, Lilith's mom and uh, whatever his name, Angel Dude, who's an, a weirdo, that's dad. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of cool to have that context. And like you said, like Diablo 3, I think one of the reasons I got bored is because there's just no context for anything. I just kind of like, well, I guess I'm here hitting things and getting another sword that I don't really want. There's some up arrows here, but that's just not engaging enough. Yeah. Whereas this gives you a reason to like, oh man, we got to like, yeah. 
buff up and can I go help Lilith? Because I, I kind of am interested more in Lilith. I'm sorry. I, oh my God. She she's so nurturing. She gives you knowledge when you're wanting to like study more. She also is super supportive and like actually kind of loving, which is yeah. really weird. And you're just like, is she the bad guy? Like I, I kind of see her point. <laughs> yeah. Then all the priests are like, feel bad about yourself. <laughs> I know. Her love is literally crammed down your throat to the point it, where you vomit. Up oh my God. Rose petals. It, it was so gross. I was like, what are, what are, what are, what are are you getting fed right now? Oh, ew, ew, oh, okay. gross. One other major problem I have with this game. What do they have against horses? All the horses oh, are you're dead. Not, yeah, this like, is... You're running around. Until in the you snow. can earn a mount, which you can't do in this beta. I know, yeah. And so you're just running in the snow. It's like horse corpse, horse corpse, horse corpse. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened here? Like, you didn't even eat them. You just let them die. Oh, my God. Well, it is cold. I know. It's but true, <laughs> yeah. The horses are more resilient than that. They, they left them out there. It's like that technique where you like instead of because they don't have fridges you know they're just <laughs> 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 <So>, uh, <laughs> we're storing it where's the horse it's in the freezer outside <laughs> i'm just saying they could be saving it yeah <laughs> poor horses is all they just yeah they're gonna they'll, they'll come in and bring in bits and pieces yeah, over exactly, the course yeah. of winter to, to survive <laughs> oh yeah um stella so being totally new to diablo yes you'd you'd heard uh psychotic people like myself just <laughs> rambling about this game and about this series yeah so what'd you think diving into it um so saturday i actually ended up playing for 10 hours straight wow it so was... you hated it then <laughs> oh it was awful i hated it so much oh the gameplay loop <laughs> it does that to you where you're like it's... you suddenly look at the clock and go oh it was oh so no bad. yeah it's a thing where it's really easy to like lead you to the next thing whether it's i liked yeah yeah were you more like level chasing or just sort of objective story chasing yeah honestly i got stuck just going back and forth between like two world events that were happening because they were just there and i was oh. like oh why not it was really fun actually just try to try and go and explore um but i will say i'm actually irritated so i didn't Okay, hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. So I liked the beginning part for me as a beginner. So we were talking about like, you know, experts, but like as a beginner, I was like, oh my God, what does this weapon do? Wait, this skill doesn't translate to this weapon. And then I had to look and it finally understood, oh, I have these basic moves that are tied to different weapons and I have to equip those when I have those equipped. It was very difficult to like understand that. But then, you know, after the first like two hours, I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Got it. These do different stats as well. Um, the one thing that I didn't like was that I played a barbarian. Nice. Same. Big lady smash. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was so mad because the level 15 like class quest is locked behind an area you can't go to. Yeah, in the beta. But it is open. I know. It's it's and a it little was, weird. It was so funny because like when I went down that path and said, oh, turn back. I was like, excuse me? And so many people, I saw so many barbarians also going this. I was like, <laughs> turn back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Only heartbreak here. <laughs> but it was really fun. And figuring out how to established the best setup because i found out that armor and weapons also add increased stats and abilities too which was really cool so i got this like uh what is it earthquake ability that did like 100 damage every time it quaked and then like i also did this foot stomp or what it's an earthquake like you you it's a slam oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. Slam. Yeah. yeah it was great and then um also the the little like spinny whirlwind ability oh whirlwind is is one of my go-tos we'll, just, i'll talk more about it in a minute but yeah. go ahead please i had a stat where like i did extra against legendary i got more fury against legendary so like i was literally just swinging i was like this is this this is fun i'm like a chaotic violent ballerina and i love it oh i so i i 
I, I tried to save a couple of video clips, uh -huh. but it was giving me an error, like couldn't upload. I don't know if it was like a privacy setting on my end, because like our accounts generally are kind of locked down because yeah. we're, we play stuff before it's out and they, the publishers ask us, hey, you know, Forever just off. hide, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, on one of, the, one of the early boss fights, I had Whirlwind, but I had a piece of armor that gave me, I forget the, the name of it, but it would... It would uh, during it would, during whirlwind it would it would draw enemies in, so basically oh it would suck enemies <laughs> into the whirlwind. Yes. And so there was uh, it was one of the one of the dungeon bosses, you know, so like a low level boss, but somebody that had a good size health bar and a ton of minions. Oh. I would just just hit whirlwind, and and everyone would just keep getting pulled in, and they and it would keep yeah. refilling the fury bar. So I would just keep oh going. So I had I have this. Hopefully, it just, maybe it's on my local uh, Xbox. I don't know if I'll be able to ever get it off to share it with people, but where it's just like I'm just like hoovering up everyone, <laughs> and it was so good. It's so yeah. fun. I also really like that transmogs were available, which was great. So yeah, you know, it was fashion. it was definitely like fashion. Yeah, oh. I spent so much time just trying to figure out the right combo and stuff. My goal was to always fill up my inventory, then go back and then like precisely like, all right, what am I selling? What am I needed mm -hmm. ready to do? Like um, scrap, salvage, salvage. Yeah. yeah. At first, I was like, how do you salvage something? And it's like, oh, you have to go to the blacksmith. You can't yeah. just do it, which right. is weird because like a lot of video games just allow you to do that from your inventory, but it's a little different. Which I like how they've designed that though because it's very clear when you go to the blacksmith they'll have like a little um like pick the hammer anvil yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah there's like a little oh icon. the pick at yeah 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 the yeah, pickaxe like icon or something yeah. yeah and it'll show you that like this is a thing that you should probably scrap because you yeah. haven't done it so you can get the transmog and so like, there's a lot of little optimizations like that that are so nice yeah for people like us who really just want to be good fashion and then you use you use the <laughs> the you know the material the raw materials you get from that to upgrade the gear that you do like yes. yep like i i just i had that piece of armor that i was just mentioning that sucks guys into the the whirlwind i was like i started like after a little while i found a a better piece of armor that just had a higher armor rating yeah, but i was yeah. like i don't want i love this ability I, so i i just I upgraded it all the way to level 4 oh, uh, okay. which cost a lot of money and a lot of raw material but yeah. Worth it was it. worth it because yeah. I was like, it was it was good enough on the armor rating and the skill was so valuable. I mean, it's too good. Yeah, it's like even though the armor is such a big part, the skill does so much more for you in mm -hmm. the damage side of things that it's, it's worth did, it. Stella, did you, did you go with Leap for one of your abilities? I think that's the one that I had. Yeah, that's the one that I had. But um, I, yeah, I stuck with the Leap to, sl is this a slam? Is it the same one? Leap is literally just like jump from one spot to wherever you want to go. Oh, and like, okay. No, you know, I just damage I did on the, impact. I did the slam. Okay. Yeah. So I did that, and then I did the whirlwind, and then I did. Oh, uh, what is it? The the one where like you. Oh my god! What? It, it's like a cleat. It's like a. Uh, 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 I don't remember the name of it, but like when you hit, they do damage over time because they bleed. Yeah. Rend. Uh, Rend. Rend, yeah, I have yeah. leveled that up. Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> oh, yes, it was so good. Um, and then I also did the like dual wield, like super fast stabby mm -hmm. stabby. That was so good. Um, yeah, I, I had so many armor sets that like my two armor sets they did, um, they added it up to 170% extra damage on the next ability. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is so great. Um, yeah, I, I, I always I go with like. 
very narrow but deep with my barbarian builds where I don't have a lot of skills, yeah. but I will I will choose a couple skills and level them all the way up, put as many points. Fine. So it was for for this this beta it was whirlwind and leap. Okay. Um and then I ended up finding a few items along the way as I would find good gear that would would add a couple other like they would just grant a plus one yeah. to a skill. So like cool, well I'll use this in a in the heat of a battle. Um but so yeah, it's so whirlwind for all right, I'm up close, it's good crowd control. And then for assholes that are like trying to get away from me yeah, and, yeah. and damage me from afar with yeah. some projectile, that's what leap is for. Like, yeah. oh, you think you're getting away? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. It's terrifying. There's 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 just this like bulky guy coming towards you. It's so fun. I will say getting a movement ability is sort of crucial. Yeah. It so is. I, it's a, the, the talk of the town is how it's very goofy that Dodge is on a five-second cooldown. I hate it. Especially for barbarians so who are, like, up oh, no. so, Yeah. It, yeah. It's bad. It's... It's bad, Ryan. I could I could <laughs> shave a second or two off of that. When, yeah. Like, I don't mind it being on a small cooldown, but yeah. five seconds? Like, yeah. It's like an eternity. I feel um, like, but, especially sorry. for, like, Rogue and Barbarian, that should be changed a little bit, just because, like, Barbarians also... I didn't feel like we were entirely tanky, um, especially towards, like, level 25, when... Uh, so we... I played against the big world boss, mm -hmm. and um, we did... We ended up I didn't get to, so I want to hear about this. We ended up losing with this much left! Oh, oh, we were so disappointed, but, like, you definitely need 12 players. Like, there's no way, um, unless you're just doing, like, so much damage, which, not really possible, um, but you definitely need the full 12... It was really cool. Like, it was so cool to see, like, this demon portal that, like, took up so much of the screen you couldn't see all of it at And the once. camera comes out, right? Yeah, it did. And, like, as soon as the, the demon comes out, you're just, oh, my God, that's a big boy. <laughs> and, like, it was really cool to see everyone working together. Um, you know, people from, like, other parties would come over and res you. You would yeah. res them. It was really cool. Um, but it was really hard to keep up as a barbarian. I will say that. Even with, like, being able to leap over to where they are, it was very hard. And then trying to get out from the spots, like, because your dodge ability only gets you so far. And that thing is huge. It yeah. was, we all kept dying with, like, one sweep attack. It was so oh. bad. Yeah. Um, this game reminded me of the Jamie Griesmer, Halo original Halo designer, the, the classic thing that he's credited with, which is the, the 30 seconds of fun loop <laughs> that Halo had. That was sort of the backbone of Halo from a gameplay perspective is make just have have something be fun for 30 seconds and then just loop it. This game is like that to me, where it is just it, you just get into a little battle, you know, a little 30 second room full of monsters and whether you know whatever your class is in our case barbarian you know you're you're leaping you're ground pounding you're you're shouting to antagonize them all and and you know get thorns on yourself you're whirlwinding and you just you know in some cases the smaller uh weaker monsters will 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 actually just basically explode <laughs> when you kill them so you just get this blood you get these just crimson sprays going on That's great <laughs> and then you you finish up and you get some loot and then you just do it again yeah. and then you do it again and then you, it's just i this game is uh it is ex it so far again like diablo 3 craters in act 4 mm -hmm. uh the he heaven act the the development team again i 
I don't know. This my interpretation is it sure as hell seems like they just got told we're out of time. We've we've got a we've chosen a ship date. We got to go finish this because Act Four is like huge drop off in quality and fun factor in Diablo Three, and then they. The, the Reaper of Souls expansion that came later, which is when it came to Xbox, mm. um, re- that was a great a great act that they added. But and that could happen to Diablo Four. Diablo Four has been in development for a long ass time. Uh, act One, super fun. It it could you know it it could fall off a cliff at any point. Like we can't we can't take anything for granted. But this this Act One is. It's so good that I, you know, for all the great games that we are lucky to have uh, in at, as people at IGN that get to check out lots of stuff and just gamers in general, there's, there's not a lot at this point in my, I've played so many games in my life and I've got, you know, I'm, I'm a little older and I've got family stuff outside of work and video games aren't the only thing I do anymore, which in my 20s, that was it. Yeah, that's that. And I was happy about that. And that was great. But and now life is is awesome in different ways. So what where I'm getting at is it it's even great games just don't necessarily suck me in mm-hmm. for hours on end. Like what you're talking about, Stella, anymore. Like, like even actor. like yeah. God of War Ragnarok. Awesome game. Mm-hmm. F- phenomenal. I but I, I'm like halfway in and I got I bounced off of it and I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't felt compelled to come back. And I'm not. I'm not saying anything about the game. It's just, you know, it's it didn't have that same, like, it didn't hole in that way. Yeah. yeah. But boy, Diablo Four is the first game that has done this to me in quite a while. It's where mm-hmm. I just can't stop thinking about it and i do i don't want to do anything but play diablo that's the thing is like when you find those games it's just something that's so deeply satisfying so like i remember one of my biggest things with that was like gta 5 that was the first time Mm -hmm. in a long time that i felt like i need to go home i'm at i'm at school like i was in college i was like i need to leave i need to go play gta (laughs) that's just kind of like kind of the feeling with it right one of the greatest games of all time it's so cool to find games like that again when you're like dang here it is again it's that that pool that drive to go back and just just live there sorry yeah. everyone else don't talk to me <laughs> unless you're playing with me then that's exactly <laughs> i will say too that's that's something i'm really looking forward to with this weekend is i know my more of my friends are going to be able to get access yeah. we're going to try things out together so I, I will say too one of the things i did appreciate with this game which is i think an interesting thing for us to talk about with the next game that we're going to talk about today yes um diablo does a really great job of allowing you to build your character to play alone even though yeah. it wants you to play with friends, as a rogue, I was like, man, I'm going to get, like, smushed. But I could still take on boss fights and stuff just fine by myself if I were smart and I played it well. And and it allows you to do that. It really allows you to optimize for those things and, like, mm-hmm. make your own combos and figure these things out. And it just takes a little bit more patience and maybe some more reading because you got you to gotta get the combos right. But yeah. I do like that oh. you get an extra XP bonus, though, when you are with a friend, which is yeah. really nice. I know it gets a little bit more difficult, but, like, if you're with another person, it's, like, not as bad, especially if they're a different class. I really liked that. And a lot of yeah. the abilities can, like, synergize, which is really cool. Mm. So that was really fun. I want more fashion for my barbarian lady, though, because <laughs> the sorcerers get all this cool, like, sexy gear. I'm like, I want to see something sexy on my muscular lady. Like, come on. So I want more, like, customization options, but... Nice that's little like, baby, little wolf pup. 
I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, I, I didn't realize that it like, like just, it like snuggles in snuggles more. In. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's like so super cute. sleeping. It's oh, like sweet yeah. and baby. So yeah, Blizzard hasn't given out any data <laughs> yet from, from the beta from week. The, I, I suspect they'll probably publish some interesting infographic or something after the second weekend, <laughs> hopefully with the total player count and like, yeah, how, this, this is how many weapons were bought and how this is you know the i would love to see that stuff but what they did say on monday the start of the week after after the, the first weekend ended that already one million people not just played that the first weekend of, of the beta a million people hit level 20 to unlock the wolf puppy outfit so that means Easily, at least four to five million people yeah. must have played in weekend one when when it, when you had to pay for access either by uh, suffering through a double down. Which <laughs> so shout got- out to Cam Hawkins, he did it. He did. He it. posted oh the video and he did it. <laughs> and by the, like that sandwich is enormous. It's they it it you probably could reduce the size of it by like at least half and charge the same price and nobody would bat an eyelash because it's still two pieces of fried chicken with bacon and cheese in between. But shout out to Cam. He he said he was going to do it and he did it. But yeah, a million people already hit 20. That's a lot of, of... of uh, wolf puppy yeah. outfits, but but that's just a, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That, you know, between pre-orders and and KFC sandwich eaters, that's <laughs> that is a lot of people that played in in weekend one, and now with with it going, God, with it going, and and see, not not only is just anybody can go ahead and jump in and play this next weekend, but there's all this positive word of mouth out from people like us yeah. from the first weekend where people you know that that didn't want to pay to play and hey i don't blame you we're we're like oh okay well i definitely need to check this out this weekend this week's podcast unlocked is brought to you by nord vpn hey if you're watching a lot of sports like me and you hate blackouts nord vpn is a great way to go you can use nord vpn a virtual private network to watch live sporting events TV shows, films that aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location to a country that is showing that event. No more blackouts. It's also good for plenty of other stuff like protecting your private data, your bank details, your passwords, your online identity. You can protect your data while you're traveling and using public Wi-Fi. NordVPN protects you wherever you are in the world. NordVPN threat protection also protects you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. NordVPN is also the fastest VPN in the world. No buffering or lagging while you're streaming, and it will stop your ISP bandwidth throttling. NordVPN is the price of a cup of coffee a month, so that is a super affordable, great way to go. To get the best discount off of your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash Unlocked without the E. That's N O R D V P N dot com slash U N L O C K D. And that'll give you four extra months on the two year plan. And best of all, there's no risk with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash unlocked without the E. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two 
women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So the the thing that I love about that post from Diablo Official about the million people getting it. <laughs> yeah. It says, one million puppies found a forever home. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. That's cute. This is good. Good job, guys. Stella, you mentioned uh, the world events and the and and the co-op when people would. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, the the world just when people would show up in your in your game world. Yeah. I also love that because Miranda, like you, I I just play solo, even though. I would love to play Diablo, uh, and particularly when this when the full game comes out in June. I'd love to play Diablo Four in co-op, whether it's with you guys or other friends. But I just it's like I don't have the time to yeah. coordinate it. Like, and that again, I'm, that's that's a me problem. It's just it's 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 not as easy as uh, it was in my twenties to set that kind of stuff up. Yeah. So yeah, I I played all of Diablo three solo. I did co-op Diablo two because that was college, and I my Aww. best friend Robert and I played the Aww. hell out of pardon the phrasing. We we <laughs> totally uh, co-op through the whole thing and had we that was back in the day we would bring our entire computers oh to each other's houses with back then CRT monitors. It's <gasps> like you have to make three trips to the car, one for your giant tower, one for your giant monitor, and then the rest, you know, your your bag of keyboard, mouse, and all, everything else. But so those were good days. But um, so, yeah, I, as, a, as somebody that's that has been <laughs> and probably will end up playing Diablo 4 mostly solo, when I would pop into a world event circle and then I would see like projectiles come in from off screen. Yeah. My first instinct before I learned to see the little icon above your yeah. HUD that indicates, oh, there's another player here. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, the, <laughs> we're, everything's boosted. I would be like, oh, wait, is that shooting? Is that coming for me? Yeah, is that yeah, projectile? Yeah. And then, oh, nope. Okay. I'm seem to be good. And then, and then a minute later, like a sorceress would wander onto the screen. And for me playing, I, again, I always play barbarians yeah. in Diablo games. <laughs> it's just neat to see a totally different play style wander in and like, oh, cool. Well, you're just wrecking everybody from afar with your spells. And then I'm just like waiting in there saying like, let's go. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, I, I love those little relatively organic moments of non-invasive co-op where they're not you know they're not like forcing you to fight over the gear oh yeah Yeah. they're not you know which you that's how it used to be in diablo Mm. before they figured out like no we'll just give everyone their own their own instance of gear um but yeah i really love that about it where you just get these little organic co-op moments even if you're playing solo Mm -hmm. yeah i was in this ice fortress i forget the boss's name but you have to kill a bunch of these like summoners who are like buffing him but he's really tough he was like level 24 and i was level 22 at the time and i i was trying him so i was like i can't do this i was about to leave and then someone else walked out of the area and i was like oh i think he was there and then we 
uh, emoted him and he he wrote in chat he was like can you help me so we ended up like doing the boss together which was really cute um he did end up dcing by accident but it's fine which you know i was gonna say we definitely felt the one million players at the beginning of the servers because the queue times were awful first yeah the friday i i I didn't play friday i didn't either i ended up uh just busy with other stuff so but but when i was seeing everybody post on twitter of like it's like you know 90 minutes or four hours or you know uh and then by by sunday it was in instantaneously so they they nailed it by by uh sunday even though i'm sure the the crush you know friday everybody's just like hitting it hard whereas it's more you know people are logging in at at more different different times um for the weekend the quickness in which in how they like fix that server issue was really great um there were still like obviously some performance issues especially like portaling into the city and everything but i trust blizzard to iron that stuff out i haven't played any other diablo games so like my friends who played were like oh well that's that's diablo error 37 <laughs> diablo 3 friends will remember error 37 from launch day this uh, became a meme but yeah i mean i think it's the fact that there were millions of people on the first weekend, yeah. the, the pay-to-play weekend, there'll be millions more this, this coming weekend in the open beta. It just tells you, like, A, this game's going to be absolutely enormous mm-hmm. from a sales perspective. But B, it does mean that June 6th could be a, a bad scene. However, there is pay-to-play early access again if you buy the deluxe edition of the game for June 2nd. So there'll be less of a crush when those people first are first getting in, but then there'll be a lot more people banging on the door on June 6th. But yeah, I, I think I think it's probably naive to expect a completely smooth day on June 6th. But I do, I agree. I have faith that that these two beta weekends, whatever they've learned from last weekend, and and you know, again, they're gonna get more people yeah. crashing those servers come this Friday. Uh I I do think it's going to mean a less painful June 6th and hopefully nothing as bad as Overwatch 2 or or Diablo 3. Yeah, I just don't like I know there's a certain charm to waiting for WoW servers. I don't want that for Diablo. <laughs> there is no charm. I'm just like, you know, we left that back in the 2000s, like early 2000s. We're good. Novelty is gone. Yeah. The only I don't mind like waiting because I understand there's a lot of people I'd rather have like a smooth. If I'm going to wait that long, I'd rather have a smooth performance. Right. So I just want them to fix that, especially with like portaling and the random lag spikes that happen. So that's all I want. But yeah. Uh, last thing before we've got, we got to talk about Redfall. That's the other awesome <laughs> new thing we got to play. The three of us went together to a, to an event uh, last week. The embargo lifted today. Uh, the last thing I wanted to ask: Did you play did, uh, Miranda Xbox or PC? Were you on Xbox? Stella PC PC. Okay, so um, I did PC be- because again I go all the way back with the series when when it was only on PC. I mean, it, it's I am used to just the yeah. Click, 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 click. That's that's Diablo. <laughs> um, but I have said before, years ago on the show, that when Diablo came to Xbox, I pretty reluctantly tried it out. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll I'll try the console version. And I was stunned at how amazingly well it plays with a gamepad with okay. direct control you know, over your character versus oh. pointing and clicking to where you want your character okay. to go. Uh, I, to the point where 
I said it at the time. I actually I thought it felt better on the console, and you get you get couch co-op on the console as well, which is a huge plus if you've got you know multiple gamers in the house. So for Diablo Four, I've been kind of torn. I I for the the press preview that I that I did you know for IGN in December, I I just like I gotta go. I got to go old school here. Give me my first taste of this needs to be on PC because that's just how I've always done it with Diablo. And it felt great. But for this one, since, all right, now it's a beta. This, this, none of the progress is going to carry over, even though it's cross-play anyway, cross-progression. If you buy it on multiple platforms, you can just jump around and it's all good. So nice. Thank you, Blizzard, for that. Yeah. Um, so that's, that is great, and I probably will take advantage of that. Same. But uh, I thought, okay, I've already played this content, this Act 1 content from the December stuff. I basically, I have nothing to lose. It's, this is just a beta that, it, you know, progress won't carry over. I've already played it. So I'm going Xbox for this one. And then I'll kind of make a decision of which one I want to mainly play on. And I have to say, the decision happened pretty quickly. Uh, the Even still in beta, mm -hmm. the... Xbox Series X version seemed to run great. I did see some frame rate concerns from some players out there. I did not really encounter them on I, the Series X. I had zero issues. Um, I'm, yeah, not discounting other people's experiences, but I had a pretty smooth one, pretty smooth 60. Now, you know, sure, my PC, like, I don't have a killer PC, but I have a good PC. I could probably do 120 if I wanted to on my PC. Uh, but, you know, 60, pretty steady 60, Visually, it looked great. Like it looked, it looked real nice in in what I presume was 4K. Yeah. Um, unless they're, I don't know if they're upscaling or anything for the beta or for the final game, but it looked looked super nice, ran super smoothly, and again, it felt awesome. On the like the UI is great on the Xbox Game Pad. Just like oh, left bumper for health potions and skills are bound to face buttons and mm. um and uh, the the other shoulder button, the right shoulder button. And so, and the loading times were pretty quick on the Series X as well. So, I'm I'm going Series X. Okay. For this, uh, like both are great. You can't go wrong, PC. Yeah. Or Xbox, but I was again super impressed, and because I think part of it for me was uh, that, and again, this is this is just my deal, I'm not projecting onto anybody else. I spend all day working i'm lucky to work from home but i'm all i'm i'm on my pc all day at work 24 inch screen uh versus then I, I i think i will just i would rather when the day is over and it's and i'm gonna jump into diablo and not think about anything else for the rest of the weekend couch 55 inch <laughs> yeah it's a tv game and just dog sitting next to me on the couch which at the piece you know in my pc chair i can't there's no daisy snuggles going on yeah so yeah i'm uh i'm i'm going xbox yeah. for this yeah okay and then if you ever feel like going to pc just go on pc yeah exactly Crossbar. exactly i it's i love that they give the they make it as seamless as they possibly can so diablo 4 is real good that's uh so far act one's real good hopefully the rest of the game follows suit Redfall. Miranda, I, I'm just going to... I feel like I've been talking way too much this episode. <laughs> I want you to lead this discussion. Redfall 
is has been a hugely anticipated game for you. Yes. The three of us got to play. Our preview is up now on IGN, not by us. Matt Perslow from our UK team did a great job of previewing it. So read his experience or watch the video on IGN or IGN's YouTube channel. But Miranda, the, the, the three of us, sadly, we did not get to play together. No, that was a big thing. That was the only disappointment of this event. Of course, the full game supports it, but... Yeah, so I think they really wanted to showcase how this is still an arcane game with this with this iteration because they're like, all right, obviously mm -hmm. they're really pushing for co-op with Redfall. If you guys don't know, it's four-player co-op, different characters, run in, go slay vampires. The solo experience is rather different, and I'm curious to see more and play more too because... It was hard to tell whether or not all the characters they have are really all that viable for solo. Not that they're you can't make it work, but it feels like there would potentially be better characters that would best play alone versus others because of their skill sets. And prior to this, we didn't actually know a lot of the character skills, like their ultimate ability. Right. Like Layla, as we found out, is she summons her vampire ex-boyfriend and he just goes and kills other things for a while. Yeah. And it's really good which is why i played layla uh, i was like i need i need to see this yeah um and so it was really cool to see that aspect mm -hmm. so i'm curious to see again how much more of this world does feel that way uh although they did say that they want this to be very much like that arcane experience where combat is very immersive like you can lure enemies into other enemies and all that sort of strategy or i guess more yeah the strategic elements of their games yeah um it, it was a little bit different in that I expected I could still kind of go full stealth where you can't really do that. Mm. If you sneak up behind a vampire, you cannot just like stake him in the heart from behind. You still have to beat them down and then yeah. you stake them. So it's that was something I found of everything that I played just a little disappointing because I was like, I just want to I just want to be quiet. I just want to stealth murder. Um but you cannot do that. Instead, I just, you know, beat him in the face twice with my gun and then, then staked him. But, yeah. you know, I think they, they do notice, too, that there's a balance, right, with co-op when you're probably not going to be stealth with everybody. Yeah. Probably. You can still, I think, coordinate some very specific attacks against enemies that would alert others. But I found that, like, if I shot something that I was really close to, it wouldn't alert everyone around me. So they have definitely tuned it for that way, too. Yeah. Um. I guess overall, though, if I, I just want to give like the big overview picture, I'm a lot more excited for this, too. Um, it handled really well. Again, the power stuff is cool. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, which I know whenever I go into a game, I'm like, <laughs> just raise the difficulty. It's going to be fine. Um, but when I got surrounded by like, I think it was like three or four vampires as Layla, uh, her ability is basically, you know, like you summon an elevator that shoots you up. And that's like her big thing. It's very much a team mobility of ability. And it doesn't really help when you're surrounded by four vampires or five vampires. And so if you don't have the right weapons equipped or a way to get out, crowd control gets really hard. And I just got overwhelmed and died. And that happened like three times. And it was kind of cool to feel like I was getting outmatched in a way because I wasn't maybe strategizing well enough in certain places. So mm -hmm. I think that was something that was a good surprise for me. Stella, your thoughts, Redfall. I liked it. Um, again, I feel like, I, I definitely feel like it'll be better co-op, um, which actually they did say that they're working on reversing Always Online, which is great. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great to see. 
Um, so, but I, I didn't, so here's the thing. I didn't mind solo just because I love exploring the world. I love, like, there were actually a lot of buildings you can go into, which I was really shocked about, or like you could find ways to get in, like, oh, this requires a key, stuff like that. So for me, I really love Arcane's way of storytelling throughout the environment. So I loved being able to explore that. But at the same time, I definitely felt the restrictions with like, I was not a movement character. I played Remy and she had the little bot who was really cute and could heal you, but it could also like call over the vampires, right? Like, hey, look at me. But I was like, that doesn't really do a whole lot for me because maybe I could locate um, Remy's bot over to someone else who's more tanky and like, you know, could take care of them. But for me, I don't have a lot of crowd control. Um, I guess I did have the grenade so I could put it on the on the bot and then like he could run in and explode and stuff, which was cool. I did like all the elements, but... Um, there was one quest that was like a story quest. You had to climb up to a building and like do some radio stuff. And I was like, oh, if I had the elevator skill, that would have been great or teleportation. But she had to like hand climb everything and the climbing isn't like super accurate to a lot of things like things that I thought I could climb. I couldn't things that I didn't think I could climb. I could. It was very inconsistent. Um, gunplay felt good. Shotgun felt really great. I loved the steak. Like, the feeling of just, like, staking a vampire yeah. felt really staking good. staking stuff is really good. Yeah, it was really cool. The guns are very unique, which... Ammo's was... pretty limited, and at least I... I found. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, you run, you you can't just free explore and find ammo everywhere, and that right. kind of sucks. You have to go into like the safe houses, make sure you take ammo before you leave, and that kind of tides you over for like maybe a mission or two. Yep. Um, so it, it does suck. You can't just like run around and like you know explore and you can't you can't eat. find ammo around. It's just not like super plentiful. Yeah, it's like maybe like a box or boxes, something. Yeah. It's not yeah. just on the ground usually. Yeah, I will say like the ability like ultimate charge ups are pretty easy to find though, especially with like the little vampire sculptures that you smash that gives you like a huge bonus to your ultimate which is great mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't know i i'm very interested in seeing how this plays co-op um because it was it was a lot of fun the gunplay felt good movement i can't say it because i didn't play movement character um i think the abilities are really cool they definitely are made to work with each other though not just as like a solo so that was like kind of what i was hinting at with diablo where is like you can just optimize yeah. it like solo whereas with these the, as we're saying on the screen if you're watching there are skill trees to optimize certain things but the base skills themselves those aren't going to change really right yeah. it's like the frequency or like the impact of them can change but i don't think that'll inherently make someone better solo or is not because of how they're built so that mm. is one thing i would say is like a almost an unfortunate consideration because you do want everyone to be viable it's just you're gonna have to play a different way i think is what it's gonna end up being because yeah. you are tied to these skills i will say since i was layla i was very movement dependent so i was just on rooftops the whole time <laughs> like summon an elevator jump all the way up the funny thing though is there is fall damage however if you jump from layla's elevator you don't yeah fall damage. that's nice so that's just a little note for you guys don't don't fall off a roof okay <laughs> so i played as jacob the sniper yeah. stealth guy because oh. i love doing stealth whenever yeah. a game will support it for me uh and i think we we got to play for about 90 minutes yeah 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 because it was like it was a two-hour appointment the first 30 minutes was kind of the preamble uh which was just always how it goes and then yeah it was we played for about an hour and a half and i have to say it wasn't it wasn't enough i i could have used like at least another 30 minutes to yeah. really get a, a better feel for this game i liked it a lot I wanted to love it, and I'm not there yet with Redfall. Um, the I did find it playing as the stealth guy. I've got a sniper rifle, but if I pick off a vampire, 
they just go into a like a down state where you then have to stake their yeah. hearts and I'm like well I'm way the hell over here I'm not gonna make it there yeah. in time that was that I found not as enjoyable as I wanted uh, it to be but the world Redfall is great mm -hmm. uh the like yeah I, I think you might have alluded to it Stella the uh, there were a, I ended up having a couple of missions in the uh, the radio station. Yeah, I ended up having to like I got to go get a some message from somewhere else and then bring it to the radio station and broadcast it out to everyone. Uh, and but I had to find the key to to get into yeah. the studio. Like you could get into the radio station, but the studio, the the actual like the the production studio was locked, so I had to go find that. Um, yeah, I the. I, I definitely needed to be better about using my abilities more. I, I tend to get, I, I'm like this with every game, I get really conservative with my stuff where I'm like, well, I better save it in case <laughs> I need it. And then, of course, I just, just end never, up never yeah, using yeah. it. But um, yeah, there was, thankfully, there was there was one of the the arcane team members kind of floating around <laughs> and would just, would just sort of like, when he would walk by my station, would just be like, use your use your thing, use, your, yeah. use this ability, use that. Um, but yeah, the the gunplay's fine, but I, I have to agree with both of you. It just it definitely feels like a co-op game that I happen to be playing single player, um, which again is fine. It's fine, but I just I I I'm. It's not that I I feel like I'm coming across that I'm down on the game. I'm definitely not down on the game. I just needed more time. That's what I think it is. Yeah, um, figuring out how they want you to play it solo versus co-op because again it does it's different it, it's definitely it is different and it does feel to your point that maybe they developed this from the co-op standpoint first and then optimize for solo maybe yeah. that's wrong but that's how it like reads to me when i'm playing this yeah. versus a lot of course compared to the other games and other games like diablo and other just, just a bunch of stuff i think there's a lot of easy comparisons to make at this point um so so yeah it's uh I just, I'm eager to see more. I mean, this is, this is one of the first really major exclusives for Xbox, just A, in a long time, but B, from, since the Bethesda acquisition. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, there's, there's a lot of understandable and justifiable hype going into this. The, the community's pumped up as we were going into play it. Um, I will say I was glad to be playing on a mouse and keyboard for this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping it's the sniping stuff. Everything's still going to feel tuned nicely on a gamepad. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh. Uh, Arcane's never been a problem with yeah. that stuff, but um, I might end up. I might end up just playing this on PC anyway. Mm. Which, by the way, I was nice. I was happy to see. Not that this is unexpected news at this point, but uh, it, there is cross-play uh, uh, across Xbox, Steam, Game Pass, and Epic Game Store. So, if you know whichever wherever you get the game from yeah. and play the game on you can still play with your friends in co-op whether you know one of you bought it on steam one of you bought it on epic game store or one of you's on xbox game pass it doesn't matter so that's thankfully becoming pretty normalized at this yeah. point but yeah. um definitely worth worth calling out on that too i will say too we did get to see more story bits and i like that oh, a lot i like I liked yeah. a lot of the exploration in that and how one of the quests that I did, so I wanted to do some side quest stuff just because mm -hmm. I was like, what, what else is out here? Um, and they wanted to fix their popcorn machine yes. in the fire department. <laughs> and I was like, 
I'm gonna go get you that popcorn because I love popcorn. It's really cute. And yeah, it was it was just a cool moment to see. It was it's like a more stage theater rather than a movie theater. And so I went there to go like yeah. investigate. And you find these cool things called like sin eaters, which I think are like monsters that were created. I, this is not completely correct because we don't really have the full context for it. But it seems like after the main people became vampire gods or something really powerful vampires in some capacity. We also don't have as much context for that. Right. Um, these things called senators were, were about and have like core memories of them. And so if you find one and kill it, you kind of get this almost visual audio log of like mm -hmm. their past and you learn more about these, pe these that's people. That's cool. I didn't do vampires. any of that. So that's, yeah. yeah. So I found, I was like, what the heck is this? this is a vampire? Yeah. And so it was pretty cool. It was a cool little moment. So yeah. we will uh, we will cool look forward to playing more of Redfall, uh, which hopefully we'll get another chance to do sooner rather than later. I mean, the yeah, game's out in month and about like what six weeks out. Actually, it's not Second. it's coming up, but uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll hopefully have some more for you on IGN soon. All right, let's do trivia real quick. Ah, Test the yeah. two of you. We gotta we gotta get some points on the board. I know. Um, so here we go, Dave. Who listens oh, from, this is from, oh, okay. from Alberta, Canada, uh, driving his truck, Raging Inferno. That's his gamer tag if you want to make a friend. Uh, Dave asks, which of these is not a real Halo Easter egg? Three of these are real Halo Easter eggs. Tell me the one that isn't. A, a brute-led rave with a crowd of dancing grunts. B, a Destiny Awaits poster in Halo 3 ODST featuring the Traveler. See a hidden monitor, as in like 343 Guilty Spark, uh, in Halo 2's multiplayer map Zanzibar that lets out an annoyed sigh when you shoot it. Or D, a cutscene featuring an elite squeezing Sergeant Johnson's butt. I invite you to find the fake Easter egg. Three of them are real. I hope the last one's real. <laughs> uh, do you, you want to go with that, Stella? I want, the, I want the last one to be Oh, you want it to be real. I want okay. it to be real. Okay. But like in what context? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like Miranda's gonna have a one up on me because she played all the Halos she's and also a, she's, she's in guides. Story. Yeah. Like, oh no. Um, when they say a hidden monitor, do they mean like a TV screen? No, like like uh, like, th like three four three the the, the floating talking oh, orb guys. Oh, oh, okay, okay, got it. Um. No, these all feel like <sighs> the Bun Bungie's pretty good at Easter eggs. I was like the squeezing the butt one maybe is like maybe too inappropriate for the game, but it's also rated M, so like <laughs> I feel like it's so ridiculous, it's probably real. Alright, so which one do you think isn't real? Find the fake one here. Some real, real consideration going into this. I'm going to kick myself so hard if it is D, but I'm going to go with B. Okay. Yeah, because I don't think I remember anything about that. All right. Miranda? I know some of these, but I don't know which one's wrong. Because I know there's like so many Easter eggs you could have picked. I'm like, damn it. I know so many of them. <laughs> oh, please. But I know some of these. Um, I'm going with D. Okay. I don't believe he squeezed his butt. I hope he did. That sounds so funny. Oh, he did. <gasps> did he really? Yes! Oh my god! 
but it's uh, also not B. C C is the fake one. Okay. So I was thinking. this was like a little bit of a. That's like the one I was like, I didn't play Halo 2 multiplayer. Yeah. And this was, <laughs> this was is a, a little bit of a red herring. So they're actually, not that it's hidden, but there is a monitor, like mm-hmm. TV screen, computer monitor, that uh, like a console that you can you can interact with in yeah. in that Halo 2 map Zanzibar yeah. and when you do it it blue screens of, of death you know it's oh, it's a windows cute. easter egg so it's it's a different oh, okay, uh, it's, it's not uh it's not this so yes it was C but yeah the um in in ODST way back in ODST wow. when Destiny was in like early pre-production oh, that's cool. there is there is a, a poster that says Destiny awaits that's awesome. with, with the you know the traveler yeah. on really there weird. And, that's um, really cool cuz i hear that master chief is alluded to in Destiny like he's in that it's the same sort of universe ish or like and and there's some sort of thing a line where like the ghost that approached master chief didn't want to wake him they're like no we're not going to touch that <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Dave, for that excellent trivia question. Still no points going on the board. I'm just glad that Sergeant Johnson's butt got squeezed. I'm just. (laughs) My only thing is, like, I know it's, I know A and B are real. I yeah. just don't yeah. know C. And then I was like, <laughs> I don't remember Johnson's well, squeezed, but no, I need It brings me way no, too I'm much joy. Go yeah. I'm going to go find it. Uh, for, if you've got a good Xbox trivia question, send it my way. The email address is unlocked at IGN.com. Don't forget your name, your gamer tag, and then, of course, the question for multiple choice answers and note the correct oh one in your God. email. And we'll play again next week. Um, oh, you're you're looking. Yeah. Well, all right, we'll, we'll we'll wrap this up, and you can continue <laughs> uh, looking at that. But uh, that brings us to the end of Podcast Unlocked, episode 587. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. You can find me on Twitter at dmc underscore ryan. I don't know what I, I guess. I have a thing, a somewhat interesting thing going. I think going up on IGN tomorrow. I can't tell you what it is because it's embargoed. <laughs> which I hate doing that. I don't like being that guy, but. Um, so I have I have a, a piece going up for a, a a game. That's all I can say. Check it out. <laughs> Go to IGN tomorrow. That's all. I guess we'll leave it at that, and you'll you'll figure it out. Miranda, according to Dw- Driftwood Jim on uh, Halo Reddit, they noticed that in the original, the elite grabs Johnson's butt, but in the remastered version, they switch it so Johnson grabs. <laughs> that's that's well, all I want to tell you. It looks like this is the end. <laughs> That's what the line. That's what they say. It's. Uh, it's. I didn't notice the butt grab part. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Anyway, you can find me at Havoc Growth on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. And that's all. That's all I want to leave with you. <laughs> Stella, take Amazing. us home. Yeah, um, you can find me everywhere at Parallax Stella. Um, this Saturday, I am co-casting an Apex Legends charity tournament. Uh, it is a $25,000 all-women's charity tournament, so it's going to be really great. So, yeah, that will be at 3 p.m. PT, I think. And we can we can watch that on your co-stream on your Twitch? Not my Twitch. Um, it's the Her Galaxy. Okay. Twitch. Yeah, that's, where, cool. that's who's hosting it and everything. So, yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Uh, thank you to our super producer red for making the show happen so seamlessly and wonderfully and with that we will bid you adieu go forth and play diablo 4 this weekend and enjoy (laughs) we'll see you next week are you thinking about getting into dungeons and dragons maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a dm or a player 
If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Get inspired while learning all about the unique planes of existence. Get the in-depth knowledge you need to help your combat encounters feel impactful, or learn about the origins and pantheons of every race and class the game offers. No stone is left unturned as every edition of the game is explored and explained in a way that benefits players of all different levels of experience. You can expand your TTRPG horizons in a way that's as entertaining as it is educational just by listening. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app or YouTube and search for The Dungeon Cast.